welcome to a Kenyan American in the U.S. This is an American American in the U.S. Uh, this is Steve, uh, filling in for hosting duties because I am a co-host. And uh, yeah, we got an interesting topic today. Uh, we'll be tackling tribalism and the analogies that it has here in the United States. So if you're curious about what tribe you would belong to in Kenya um, as a U.S. citizen or just any other group, uh, feel free to tune in. Hope you enjoy. Thanks. <laughs> if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is free. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, ready? Yeah. All right, great. Welcome, everybody. This is Steve, and this is... Grace Kisirkoi. <laughs> are, oh. we, are we doing last names? Uh, this is Stephen Kogel. Uh, Dr. Stephen Kogel, for being formal about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so fun topic today. Um, are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. Give uh, it to me. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, hopefully we don't get in trouble on this one. Um, but yeah, so what we're going to do today is we're going to kind of talk about some of the tribes in Kenya, and then we're going to find uh, a group within the United States that might fit that similar mold, those similar characteristics. Uh, to start so, us off, maybe yeah. we can start with the tribes that are in my family. So that might give us a, a starting point. Well, let's start off with how many tribes are in Kenya? Oh, there's 42 tribes, and they all have pretty much existing... They've got, like, entire, um, like, cultures. They're literally, like, separate ethnicities. They've got, like, creation stories that are separate, cultures, um, economics, traditional economics, historically. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw you a curveball, because uh, okay. I want to start... I know you have your, your safety zone of the Maasai and the Meru and the Kikuyu, and I know you have your opinions on those. What is the strangest tribe that has, like, the strangest uh, beliefs, the strangest cultural things? Uh, what What's one that, like, you guys in Kenya are like, wow, those guys are a little off? <laughs> I think the strangest to me might be the Luya. Um, I think... So in Kenya, we used to tease my Luya friends uh, because they, my Luya friends always loved chicken, chicken so much, and they love uh, tea so much, like Kenyan tea. You've you've like tasted pre-brewed Kenyan tea. Uh, that's the stuff that just knock you in your butt, right? <laughs> huh? That's the stuff that will knock you in your butt. Like the Kenyan tea uh, is like really potent. <laughs> it is very potent. It's strong. You brew it with milk and water. Like you boil the milk and water and, and then gloves. you like steep it. <laughs> yes. You steep, you steep very strong, fresh tea leaves. Loose tea leaves. Uh-huh. It's usually not. Like that's how you make it. And then you can add uh, ginger. And usually the ginger makes it very... It's kind of like spiced tea. Mm. It's like what you guys here call chai tea, but chai is actually just tea. Okay. Yeah. We so, put tangawizi. Tangawizi is uh, ginger. Oh, nice. Okay. So this tribe, they really they really like chickens. They like chicken. They like tea. They are very 
vocal and um so this was the oddest thing that happened was i attended so i found them really odd because i attended like a burial ceremony it was supposed to be sad and um during that burial ceremony it was somebody in my class that was my friend and somebody uh like our an extended family member had passed away and this was their burial and they had hired professional mourners and it was wait like, what like they, they would because i think we watched uh was it curb your enthusiasm where that the person's a professional crier <laughs> yes these are like official professional mourners and the, it's like a way to show how loved this person was and they don't broadcast that they're professional mourners because they want people to think this is somebody who knew them and they will like be very hysterical like trying to throw themselves into the coffin <laughs> and <laughs> to show like how devastated they are uh-huh. and i don't know honestly it was hard not to to laugh and like it's supposed to be sad. Uh-huh. I just was. I had such a hard time, like just being keeping a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know how common an uh, an occupation this is because I'm we're we're off we're already off tangent now. But I'm very curious now, like how common an occupation where it was professional mourner. Because when they just like show up at everybody's funeral, and you would know that they didn't know everybody, unless like the the mourner was like very popular to every person in the tribe. I mean, were there a lot of professional mourners? I mean, there were a lot. Like, so this was in the village, um, like in the rural community. Like, like what I'm asking is, where they was found? no, no, is this like a an occupation? Do they train for this? Are they, are you know, is this what they do day to day? Like every day they're going to a funeral and and mourning, or mm. do they just you know like you pay somebody like $50 and say, you know, you're a professional mourner for the day. And... You know, I honestly do not know because that was also very foreign to me. So like mm. we have so much diversity that we don't always know. Like yeah. it was really like literally maybe your reaction would be my reaction. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was so like completely flabbergasted. Yeah. When I saw this. I, I think it's a wonderful idea. I'm actually, I'm, I'm intrigued. I might, you know, if they're really good at this, I might actually bring them over just in case something happens to me. You know, I want to feel like I want them to really put a show on, you know? Because, like, they, the way they even put the show, it's not like they completely throw all sort of, you know how, I know you guys think that like people from the British people are supposed to like be stoic during burials, like nobody gets hysterical. Right. Or even if you watch like American shows versus US shows, I don't, uh, British shows versus US TV shows like they usually seem much more like reality TV. Uh-huh. They usually seem much more kind of buttoned up. Yeah. But so it's like very similar, I guess. Oh, now we were, we were just going to group Americans into tribes, but now this this one I'm I can see that it's like the contrast. Like even in Kenya, we have that diversity in tribes. Like certain tribes are just pretty much alien to each other. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. I mean, that's got to be quite the experience um, to just have that much diversity around. So, okay, so the the tribe, they were called again the... Luya. Luya. Mm-hmm. And they... Okay, so when they have funerals, it's very emotive. Everybody's very emotional. Like they, They're like... Is this like wailing cries? Like deep wailing? Or? It's like very... It's like wailing, mourning. And it's not even everybody because I don't think any... Not, it's a real... 
it's like a talent for these professional mourners. They will roll on the ground and kind of like <laughs> go. Well, seem I'm like, like, I'm like our two year old son's a professional mourner then. He, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's done drums. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's kind of what it sounds like. He rolls <laughs> on the ground and does that too. <laughs> yeah, it's like you literally just sit there and stare because even if you're the one mourning, you're the one who's sad, It's mm. you, you cannot put up. Like, it's really so good. It, it's kind yeah. of like acrobatics. Like mm. At least in my experience, the way I saw it, I was like, how do they do that? And so I was thinking, they're keeping, so they're wearing dresses. Uh. And I was like, how do you, I was wondering, gosh, I hope they don't, like, moon anyone. <laughs> and, like, half the time, my heart was in my mouth, but they're so good. Like, they don't do that. You know, yeah, if they moon somebody, I feel like it's a, that's a rookie mistake. That's, that's not a professional <laughs> mourner. That's somebody they paid 50 bucks, you know, for the day. You know, you get what you pay for. That's, you know, that's, that's low-tier mourning right there if you're showing your butt, literally. <laughs> yeah, and so that's why I was, I was just impressed. I think you have to... I mean, I like at the same time, it's not like they train for it because I think it's more of a traditional, like they were wearing traditional garb and uh-huh. they were talking in like the native language. Yeah. And I think it's just more of like a, a, a heritage that's been passed down and there are people who are so good at it. But to be honest, I'm not like an authority. Like, I don't know how that happens. I was mm-hmm. just completely impressed. Like the way you would have reacted is the way I reacted. <laughs> I was so confused. So, uh, okay. It takes real skill. Alright, so the Luya they they have very theatrical uh funeral. Uh, I I have to like bring my side of like, okay, which American group would fit in there? But uh um, I need more information. They're very excited about chicken. They love uh, chicken. They love tea. Uh-huh. They Oh, what else? So based on my okay, so from my friends, um, that I remember that were Luya as well. Uh, I think they're also very. Co- I think overall though, everyone is pretty communal based, um, community based. So I don't know. I can think of parallel. The only parallels I could think is like the British versus Americans, because I can't think of stoic Americans. I know. Um what is it in uh new orleans uh and I, and I could be wrong this might be something i have to look up uh we might have to edit this later on but i i believe in new orleans that they actually do have a procession uh when when somebody passes they'll have like a band that plays and they go through the the city and uh you know it's this this kind of this very Cajun Louisiana thing where they just like they they play music and it's very festive um, and they celebrate the person's life and things like that. So it's that's the only thing like that's like the best I can do for comparing like one group to another would be yeah you know to us it's kind of strange to have like a band play and walk you through the town because uh, yeah usually the you know funerals are very somber occasions but uh, yeah yeah just sticking with the funeral thing. Uh, you know, as far as uh, chicken and stuff, uh, they in Louisiana they're very excited about food. They have a very specific, or uh, you know, New Orleans area specifically, they have a very specific cuisine uh, to their their group. So, yeah, there you go. That's my the best analogy that I can make there. <laughs> oh, I like it. Oh, that's good. New Orleans. Yeah, you. I think you've suggested. Oh, I would think. So, what's the difference between New Orleans and uh, was that the place in Nevada where? Las Vegas. Oh, uh, what's the difference? Would they be similar? 
Uh, that's a great question. Um, so Las Vegas is uh, has more gambling. There's not really a lot of gambling that is happens in New Orleans. Uh, and uh, yeah, like New Orleans has a very unique uh, culture. Um, in that uh, it's kind of this this you know French uh, Cajun type of culture. I don't know a lot about it. Um, but, uh, you know, there are two locations that people go to, to kind of have a good time and party and, you know, really let loose. Um, but Las Vegas also has kind of the gambling aspect of it and more of the hotels. Uh, you could say it has its own culture, uh, but it's, I don't know, like New Orleans is more lived in, like it's got more of a unique feel to it uh whereas las vegas is much more of a vacation spot new orleans is kind of more of a, a cultural spot i guess would be oh, interesting yeah. so it's like when we visited remember when we visited charleston versus uh that place in georgia savannah savannah yeah so it's is it kind of that difference where charleston is more touristy like vacation yeah savannah is more like this is just like the inherent yeah, that's that's a great exa- That's a great uh, comparison. Savannah and New Orleans have a lot of similarities. I would say. Uh, oh, interesting. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, another tribe that um, I think you might maybe easily find parallels. All is... right, let's go to the next tribe here. <laughs> is that Luo? Luo. Uh, so Obama's family is actually like originally. I don't know originally, but like the Kenyan family is Luo. Lua, from the okay. Luo tribe. And the things they like that we usually tease our Luo friends about is they use huge, like, comp- they like kind of to flex. Like, they use very huge um, words. Uh-huh. So instead of saying something, something you can say very simple, very simply, they they usually have very good English and they will use that, like, very big words that nobody understands. Yeah. Um And... Also, they will talk about, instead of saying something like my phone. So in Kenya, iPhones, when I was in Kenya, iPhones weren't a thing. But Nokia, anybody who had Nokia was, like, had status. So, like, they'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go answer my Nokia, like Blackberry. Like, those are some of the phones that, mm-hmm. the way you would say certain smartphones are, like, top tier you'd they'd be like flexing <laughs> their, their stuff and sure they're known for being so if they're not like they're known for being like really good not, i don't know if it's good boyfriends like they'll treat you they won't forget your birthday and they'll buy you they'll spoil you mm-hmm. um yeah and but at the same time they're very they love to like i don't know show their whatever they have Mm. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean they even make a lot always. Like, it's not like they make a lot of money, but it's about, like, they just love to live large and show it. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, and they love fish. Did I say they love fish? You didn't mention the fish. Yeah. Or you did so, not mention the Because the other fish. one was chicken. Oh. These ones, they love fish. And they have trouble pronouncing the oh yeah there's also like pronouncing usually you can tell where somebody's coming from based on how they talk in kenya their tribe um so the luyas let me see so they have trouble pronouncing t and d and p and b 
and then yeah. the luos yeah it's like uh like, like they'll a, say panana instead of banana oh okay when they're speaking because there's not a lot of in swahili there's not a lot of p and b is there there is pamba pamba oh, that's true yeah. pamba yeah so Maybe people I'm... from different <laughs> tribes like have I read that. I read that. I'm not far enough into my Duolingo. Like everything seems to be M N's and A's. Yes. Oh, yeah. You you're making great progress. Uh. But that's another way you can tell apart. Like is how people pronounce things. And like oh, that's similar to, like maybe not that particular dialect, but that's, um, in the U S. You can tell where people are from based on how they pronounce things, right? Yes. Um, yeah, there's very distinct accents. Um, there's kind of the northern Wisconsin accents. There's the New Jersey, New York accents, the northeast accents. Uh, Boston's got a very specific one. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty easy to get a good location of somebody from their accents. And there's even experts in there who can tell you, you know, to a T where you you grew up at. Uh really a distinct Indiana accent uh, that, I, that I've picked up on. It's just we kind of talk really quick and bumble a lot. It's kind of hard to distinguish. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Is it true that people from Indiana like corn? Oh, yeah. Yes, we love corn. Like extra I, more I, than I, other people. I can't speak for you know everybody from Indiana, but um, we would... There would be, when it's harvest time, there would be people who would sell corn on the side of the road. Like, you would just, like, go to the corner and just buy, you know, stocks and stocks of corn. And, you know, at the state fair, there's, like, lines around the corner um, to go get fresh grilled corn. And what they would do, they would take the corn, put it in the stock, you remove all the silk, and you just, you know, put it right on the grill, and you take it out, dip it in butter, and you hand it over to somebody. And, you know, and it's... You pay like two dollars for this, even though it's like maybe a nickel's worth of corn. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah and, and people just like I said, they would line up for it. It was delicious, and yeah, we we do love corn. We we love it kind of on the cob. Um, we don't really cut it off too much. Like we'll grill it, um, you know, boil it, but yeah, just corn on the cob was a very big staple. That and green beans were something that we'd eat a lot oh, of. Corn on the cob. Yeah. Oh, you guys do that? Like where you guys like just grill the corn on the side of the road? Or, yeah. Yeah, but I think there's certain tribes that are more, I guess they would be considered more vegetarian. Like they are a lot more plant-based. They're not like fully vegetarian. Like mm. I don't think I know a universally vegetarian. Like they're more Bantu, what we call the Bantu tribes. Like there's a bunch of like Kikuyu, Meru, Embu. Mm. Um, they have similar, uh, they're like the majority. So there's like the minority tribes and the majority. They usually like they are mostly plant-based diets and they oh. like corn. Oh, oh. but oh, mm. my mind is jumping all over the place. Huh. The pronunciation of the Luo, the way they pronounce Luo. So there's Luya and Luo. I know it's confusing. So, Luya and Lua. <laughs> Luo. Luo. L-U-O. L-U-O. Luo. Okay. They pronounce, they have trouble saying fish, even if they love it. They say fish. Fish. Yeah. F-I-S-S, like instead of F-I-S-H. Oh, interesting. Okay. And, yeah, you always, even though they use those big words, like, you can always tell, like, the way they pronounce things, uh-huh. like, it's so distinct. <laughs> and they have yeah. great English, like, they write really well, but it's, it's like, I don't know. Okay, so I have to find a, a group that's similar in the United States. 
the uh the the putting on airs and things like that it, it totally reminds me of anybody that lives in like a city that's from like 25 to 30 uh and you go to any like social outing it's very <laughs> competitive people putting on airs uh everything is celebrated everybody's birthday has to be celebrated by everybody in the group and everybody has to get together cuz you know going out is everything um so yeah that that that's kind of the the group that would probably be similar to the because uh, like they, you know they do use a lot of big words and they might not totally understand them and uh, yeah they they tend to try to talk things up and be more intellectual than maybe they have merit for that's just yeah part of growing up but um, yeah as far as like the distinct like you can tell somebody somebody's from immediately uh, the big one I can think of is that. Uh, you know, in Boston, people drop the R's, and as soon as somebody, like, drops an R, like, uh, instead of saying car, they say cot, you know, or park the car. <laughs> oh, I think you're always telling me to, like, I'm dropping, I, I should pronounce my R's. I don't, I don't think I roll my, is it roll your R's when you're, when you're, like, talking about, when you say the R's so roughly, like, you just, like, dwell on it? <laughs> well, yeah, I, uh... You don't do it like a, in a Boston style, um, or the the north northeast style. Uh, you do it more of like uh, I I can't distinguish when you say cat or cart. Uh, <laughs> it's like a very soft R. Like you you don't hit those R's. You just kind of like cart. <laughs> you know? It's like you think it's a cat. I'm talking about like the one that meows. We'll say cart. Cart. <laughs> See. <laughs> <laughs> now listen to me I'm say, from Boston. <laughs> me say cart. Oh, <laughs> just I don't know. I feel like it's grating on my ears. Ah, yes. <laughs> well, what do you think? Should we stop on grating on your ears? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So well, we we, we got we got well we we did the the two big ones. We did uh, well, not two big ones. We did the Luya and the Luo. Luya Luo. Um, we touched on the. Eastern. I, I mean, I can give you an example of well, the, the majority one, majority one. Well, this is going to be a series, so we're going to we're going to cover like a couple more tribes. Okay, yeah, um, we can we can start on that the majority ones in future. Yeah, I think we've. Oh, let's see, will we? Um. Right. Yeah, I think that's a, a, a good length. Yeah, we like all the way there. to twenty yeah. minutes. So yeah, I think uh, let's dig into. You want to give us a, a preview for the next two tribes we'll be covering? We probably won't get through all 42. Oh, but... yeah. I think it would be representative. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we can do, like, different provinces, like the coasts. Okay. Um, the the next one, we can start from, like, Central Africa. Uh, I mean, Central Kenya and Central Eastern, which are pretty similar cultures. Okay. And then s- contrast that with the coast. Okay. So who are we talking about next time? So we can talk about like the central and eastern would be like, I feel like we're Embo, spreading rumors. Meru, Who are we talking about? Kikuyu. Oh, the Kikuyu. We may need yeah. to save Kikuyu for a special episode. <laughs> <laughs> we might bring a like I I've got some Kikuyu friends that we can uh, hopefully I don't know if how their schedules are maybe that will be oh that'll be fun yeah like have them speak on it. All right, sounds great. Well, thank you everyone for joining us on this. Uh, this trip through uh, some of the tribal regions of both the U.S. and uh, Kenya. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to picking this up again. Yeah, this was fun. Okay. Right, bye. Talk bye. to you later. See you.